I'm Jasmine Moradi, and you're listening to the Queens of Tech podcast, a podcast series about raising the voice of workplace champions. 60 plus questions in around 30 to 40 minutes with women, women of color, non-binary, and transgender influencers about their journey into STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I started the Queens of Tech podcast initiative in May 2022 because I would like to retain more women, women of color, non-binary, and transgenders in the tech industry. Talent is out there, but our work environment needs to improve for all to feel safer, stay authentic, and to be valued for our contributions. My vision is to raise the workplace ecosystem for all in tech by killing the imposter syndrome, stopping bad behavior, and increasing equity opportunities. Each podcast talk is built around 60-plus questions regarding upbringing, education, career path, DIB, and future advice. My mission is to bridge the gap between schools and workplaces by getting into the heart of my guest's personal life and career journey to inspire other girls, women, women of color, non-binary, and transgenders to unleash the full potential to reach top leadership roles in the tech industry. My goal is to raise the voices of tech champions around the world and together with companies, investors, and politicians, raise the challenges and opportunities around equity, inclusive, diversity, and belonging in our workplaces. Enough is enough. I would like to enforce companies to build a sustainable, inclusive culture to retain diverse talent so we keep the workforce power equity to continue building future diverse and inclusive products. Representation matters. Your voice matters. In this episode, I'm very excited to welcome my guests, Tech Queen Caroline Farberger, Chair and Board Executive, Investor, G7 Advisor, and Keynote Speaker. Hi, Caroline. Hi. I'm very happy to have you joining us from Sweden today. How are you? Excellent, thank you. Doing really great. I'm very happy to hear. Now, let us dive into your journey into STEM. Hope you're ready for the Queens of Tech 60 plus questions. Yes. Let's warm up with a few fun facts about you. How would you describe your personality in three hashtags? Ambitious, professional, compassionate. How would you describe your life in three sentences? Starting as a young boy wanting to be an engineer, studying hard, then an interesting career in financial services, ending as a CEO when I turned 50 years old, transitioning into a woman, now being a happy wife and family father of three children. What kind of music stimulates and motivates you the most? Soft music like Enya. What's your personal motto? Who dares wins. What is your favorite book? My own notebook with important uh, notes. What is your favorite podcast? Sommar i P. Mac or PC? PC. Say something interesting about you that most people don't know. I know a great deal on how to set up a marine aquarium with corals. What is your hidden talent? 
Oh, I'm an avid builder. I can even build bathrooms myself. If you were going to write a book about your life, what would the title be? I've already published my book. Hi, Caroline. Great thought, Caroline. Now, let us dig deeper. Our childhood has an effect on our adulthood. Our early experiences shape our belief about ourselves, others, and the world. Now, I want to discover your childhood. Where did you grow up? First in Uddevalla and then in Lerum outside Gothenburg. What was your dream job as a child? Well, either become a manager as my father or become an engineer because I really loved electronics. What was your favorite subject in school? Math. What was your least favorite subject? Music. What is your earliest memory of technology and the arrival of the internet? Well, in my early childhood, I played around a lot with electronics and I couldn't even build a radio myself. That was before internet. Internet came around when I studied at Chalmers at around 1990, when bulletin board services came on. And that was five years before World Wide Web. Which were the three first technology gadgets you owned? Oh, that would be a Walkman, a Discman, and my Commodore 64 computer. Who was your female non-binary or transgender role model growing up and why? Well, in social life, it would be Carola, but in business life, it would be Antonia Axon Jonsson. How do you think where you grew up and the school you went to and the generation you come from influence your education and career choice? Again, I mean, it's all around which people do you hang out with. Uh, and I hang out with the electronics geeks. So I really wanted to become an engineer to know further about how things worked. Love that. Now, I'm going to read two quotes. First one, how does the universe expect me to choose a career path at 16? I can't even choose what I want for dinner. Second, Abraham Lincoln said, I quote, the best way to predict your future is to create it. So Caroline. I want to know the choices behind your career path. Where and what did you study at university? I studied at two parallel universities. I studied a master's degree in engineering, in electrical engineering at Chalmers, civil engineer in Gothenburg, and also a business degree, civil econom, at the Gothenburg School of Economics. And what influenced you to get into your choice of field? Electronics, which is my core interest, it was entirely driven about my hobby about electronics and home PC. What professional roles have you had before that led you to the current one? A long professional career, first as over 30 years, first as a management consultant, then an entrepreneur, but mostly a line manager reaching executive levels in the insurance industry and run. Then finally as a CEO of an insurance company. What does your company do? Currently, I do two things. I serve on boards on a number of companies. Uh, I love those with the tech angle. But I also do uh, some lecturing and keynote speaking about living your life inclusively. And I do some tech angel investment on the side. What is your title and what is your main responsibilities? I would say board professional serving on boards investor supporting entrepreneurs are investing and keynote speaker by giving advice and inspiring others. Why did you start the company? I started my own company now because I wanted to be self-employed so that I can steer my own time. What does a typical workday look like for you? 
There are no typical work days. It's me and my assistant, Veronica. We usually hang out in the office and then juggling all the various different priorities I have. I love the quote, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. So Caroline, what do you love about your role? It's a freedom and I can spend time on things that I feel passionate about. What is the best experience you've had in your current role so far? Any examples? Is whenever I see that there's impact in what I do, I spend time on something and things changes in the positive direction. That gives me a very good feeling. And what is the biggest challenge you've encountered so far and how did you tackle it? The biggest challenges I have is to actually hang on to jobs for too long, simply because I've been afraid of what would happen if I would lose it or be jobless. But actually, uh, it's all about to dare to think highly of yourself and think that I deserve to be someplace else where I feel better. What do you wish everybody understood about your role? Serving on boards is not just sitting in meetings, expressing opinions. It's actually doing some hard work in between meetings. It's actually, you need to roll up your sleeves. Not many understand that of board work. What is the one common myth about your professional field that you want to disapprove? Again, talking about serving on boards, uh, some people think it's kind of a luxury thing. You hang around and visit nice rooms and eat uh, good dinners. Again, it's hard work. It's not necessarily well paid. So you, you need to really uh, put in a, a great deal of effort to make an impact. What do you love about working in the tech industry? It can revolutionize the world. I mean, the world will look very different in 10, 20, and 30 years from now, and it will be mostly driven by tech. So it's being part of the change. Corporate reinforcement said, I quote, think like a queen. Queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is not a stepping stone to greatness. So Caroline, what had by far been your biggest achievement in your career? I would say it's my personal transition, daring to live as myself. When I, as a CEO at the age of 50, dare to take off my male mask and actually do a gender transition, starting to live as a woman, as the woman I am. It was a giant leap. I thought I would lose it all, my position, respect from others, but it turned out to be a huge success. What's the biggest factor that helped you to take that leap? Any success habits? Courage, the motto I have, who dares wins. The more you dare, the more you can win. How do you measure your performance at work? It's about the impact I create. Whatever I uh, spend time on, I want to see that there's an impact. And uh, either I can see it or I can feel it in my heart. With success comes failures. What is your biggest failure in your career and what did you learn from it? It's when I've taken on big challenges and not having prepared myself sufficiently. Things have not necessarily gone well. So while uh, I, and I advise everyone who listen to this, tackle big challenges, but do prepare yourself. What is inspiring and motivate you the most in your role and career right now? It's being uh, able to spend time on things where I feel I can create an impact and I can actually accelerate things by spending more time on them and withdraw from things where I don't feel I can have an impact. Let us now jump into the influence on mentors, role models, champions, and sponsors. 
Role models can consciously or subconsciously be a powerful force in our lives. In addition, champions can stand up and advocate for us and open up the world of possibilities. Sponsors match emerging talent with leaders and influential employees who can help us move ahead in our careers. Caroline, do you have a mentor, champion, or a sponsor today? No, actually, I don't have one. Who is the female non-binary or transgender role model you look up to in your field? If I would mention one, it would be maybe Caroline Berg of the Axel Jonsson Group. History shows that it has been more common for men having mentors, champions, and sponsors in business than women. So Caroline, how important do you think is to have a mentor, champion, and sponsor during one's career? It's very important because having role models can inspire you. So pick people that you admire and study them and take inspiration from them. Let's move on to leadership. Adina Friedman, president and CEO of Nasdaq, said, I quote, Empowering those around you to be heard and valued makes a difference between a leader who simply instructs and one who inspires. And Shirley Samber, ex-COO of Facebook, said, I quote, Leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that the impact lasts in your absence. So Caroline, what does leadership mean to you? It's about inspiring people. What do you consider a good versus a bad leader? A good leader is someone who actually sees the people around and is very people-oriented, whereas a bad leader is a task-oriented leader, not interested in people. Who is your favorite female non-binary or transgender tech leader and why? I would say Osa Bergman, CEO of Sveco, because she is renowned for her great leadership skills. How would you describe yourself as a leader? Inclusive, competent, ambitious. And as a leader, what values are most important to you? Integrity, human interest, ambition. What leadership lessons have you learned that have formed you into the leader you are today? It's a understanding and reflection of how ignorant I've been around some important issues earlier in my career when I didn't reflect on my own leadership. But having reflected and having listened to feedback from others, I can learn from my mistakes and uh, develop myself. What are your three strengths and three weaknesses? Well, a strength, I would say um, ambitious, professional, including Weaknesses. Well, maybe I'm impatient, not logging off from uh, work during weekends and uh, evenings when I probably should, and I'm a terrible cook. Let us now jump into the hottest topic in business today, workplace culture, unlocking the power of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Caroline, what does diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging mean to you personally? It means everything. I mean, I'm a very diverse person myself, being uh, transgender. If uh, I wouldn't be accepted by others, life would not be good. What do you consider being three to five signs of good company culture if you were to join a company? A culture with diverse people, inclusive leadership style, and value-driven management. As a woman, what has been the most significant political or cultural barrier in your career and how have you overcome these challenges? Well, living as a woman compared to when I lived as a man, I realized I have less access to uh, the professional networks I had as a man. 
which means that I now spend time doing active networking myself to compensate for that. Why do you think it's important for more women, women of color, non-binary and transgenders to join the tech industry today? Because we need the best people in the industry. Do you and how do you speak with your colleagues, peers and community about DEIB challenges, for example, salary gaps and promotions? I spend quite some time traveling around doing keynotes and I hold workshops on executive levels on exactly this topic. There are many public and internal discussions about the barriers women, women of color, non-binary and transgenders face from reaching high position at the tech industry. How do you feel it has affected, is it affecting you? And what is your advice on how to best unblock these roadblocks? Reflecting on my own past, I can relate to the ignorance that exists. People are not aware of their biases. And that means that we need more education, training on these topics, awareness building, building skills on how to overcome your own biases. And then also, for example, reverse mentoring, meaning that more younger or diverse staff mentor the more normative and senior staff. Today, tech companies spend a lot of marketing money to attract women, women of color, non-binary and transgenders. However, at the same time, they're finding it hard to retain them. Articles show that women are leaving the tech industry. What is your best advice on strategies for how companies can work to build a stronger corporate culture that engages gender diversity and equity? First of all, we need senior role models who either are diverse themselves or have an active interest on this topic, championing an inclusive culture. Then you need to work with, not for, groups of women and others. So if you do not belong to the diverse group, including women, yourself in tech, spend time working with them, understand what they need in order to thrive, and then change the structures of the company so that everyone feels that they can belong, be as themselves. What would you say are the few challenges of implementing a DEIB culture in a workplace today? First of all, it's understanding the value of it. It's easy to fool yourself and believe that everyone has the same chance, whereas that is usually not the fact. But then it's also understanding the tools, how you should behave as a leader in order to be inclusive. Why and how do you think companies would benefit from having not just women of color, non-binary and transgender leaders, but actually higher gender representation at C-suite level and boardrooms with actual mandate? Because mixed teams take better decisions. It's a business issue. How much do you think the tech industry has changed regarding this subject since you joined? It's improving. We see a lot of attention in media. It's being talked about. We are still far from where we need to be, but we are slowly getting there. Looking back on your own career, what one thing would you have changed in your working environment to break the bias? Really get to know people not belonging to my own kind on a personal level and truly understand what they need to thrive. And looking forward, what will you do as a leader beyond the amazing work you're already doing today to prove the bias for the next generation of women, women of color, non-binary and transgenders in tech? First of all, being a good parent to my children, but then continuing my professional work to hold keynotes 
and spread messages on social media and elsewhere on how to become a more inclusive leader and colleague. Powerful. Let us now move on to another hot topic in business today, which is work-life balance and mental health. Caroline, you have without a doubt a busy lifetime. How do you take care of yourself to maintain good mental health? I sleep well. I uh, drink my two cups of coffee every day and I eat chocolate. Have you ever experienced burnout? No, not a burnout. I've been through tough times with a heavy workload, and but not the burnout. What is your advice on how companies can create a more mentally healthy workplace in a new now? Watch out for people who are working hard, offer support and provide good benefits, including mental health programs. What motivates you every day to get out of bed? Meet inspiring people and then feel that I make an impact on others. Now, let us wrap up with a few words of wisdom and a piece of advice for our listeners. Caroline, what is the best piece of advice you've been given that has helped you during setbacks in your role and career? It's about focusing on what is truly important. Sometimes the work that I've been doing on a particular project or item may not have turned out well, but to realize that it's not the end of the world. Focus on what is really important. And uh, I mean, I'm happy that I have a loving family. I have my uh, position in, the, in life with them and not everything I do or touch will turn out great, but in the end, things will turn out well. And then what is the worst advice you've ever been given and how did you tackle it? It's those happy, happy comments like cheer up or shape up or grow up. Is there something you wish you would have known or a skill you wish you had when starting out in the tech industry? No, I felt I was pretty well equipped when I started in tech. If you had the ability to go back in time to when you were just at the beginning of your career, what advice would you give to your younger self? Know my own worth. Be strong and be unique despite the temptations to mimic other behaviors, but then also support one another as women. Don't be a loner. Build alliances. What advice would you give to young girls, women, women of color, non-binary and transgenders who want and trying to break into STEM fields today, especially wanting to become next generation leaders? Understand that you are great exactly as who you are. Those skills that you bring to the table are needed in the industry. We need the diversity, the ambition, the mindset that you have. Demand to be included exactly the way you are. We need you. Last but not least, what is next for you in your role at Career in Tech? What are your career aspirations? I will continue serve on board and the support companies, especially in tech, will continue to do some angel investing in tech. And I will continue to advocate the value of inclusion in the workplace because we need everyone on the team. Amazing, Caroline. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Queens of Tech podcast. Sharing your journey will without a doubt inspire change and reshape company culture for the next generation of women, women of color, non-binary, and transgender leaders in tech. Happy to be here. Thank you for listening. 
If you have worked in the tech industry a minimum of three years and would like to share your journey, please nominate yourself or somebody you know to i at jasminemoradi.com. For more podcast episodes and to learn more about the Queens of Tech initiative and to support us, visit queensof.tech.